Hello, everybody. Do not adjust your sets. Um, it's that time of the witching hour when we're going to talk about blood and guts. And, <laughs> and Michael's going to put red lights on ambiently in the background uh, as we talk about Michael's or Beauty in Chaos, the new song, which is about bloodletting. Uh, but first, just to bring it back down to some kind of corporate, you know, cleanness, let's have a man and his laptop. I need to get going, Mel. See you later. Michael, it's always good to see you, sir. Yeah, that is one cool little device I could be using that right now. <laughs> it is. It is very, very cool. It is. It it raises your screen up on your laptop, which is great. Um, and I actually wrote a piece about it this week. because I said, if not, if you don't have these things, right, two things, bad for your neck, but also you get that double chin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to come no matter what, but... Oh dear, my dear. So um you've got a, you've got a single out, Bloodletting, the vampire song, which has got you singing on it, sir, which is great. In <laughs> fact, you've got lots of people singing on it. Um, but you're 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 can I say growling on it? Because that's you know, you've got a you've got a lovely growl. It's you know, it is what I do. I mean, it's, it's, it's what you do what I got, you know, but <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a always loved the song it's you know written by concrete blonde jeanette uh and uh that whole record was fantastic and that that song always resonated to me just the whole new orleans vibe of it uh yeah 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 i was recently uh well recently probably six months ago my wife and i we went to new orleans uh my producer and partner in beauty and chaos michael Rosan, was playing with uh playing pedal steel with Jerry Cantrell. He played some stuff on the record and he got to tour with him. So they were playing New Orleans and, you know, being a native, I'm uh, kind of the uh, the tour guide. So I kind of took him and his uh, girlfriend, Kiki, and some of the band. And we went through uh, some of the seedy parts of the French Quarter, uh, trying to, to find the uh, St. Louis Cathedral. And uh, going down some of those back streets, I remember uh, kind of was reminded how kind of uh dark and creepy my hometown could be and that's <laughs> in my head again and uh as we got closer to bourbon street where they start having all the clubs you can hear like some distant saxophone and stuff wailing and uh yeah there was some bizarre stuff in some of those dark streets this woman jumped out of this little box on the ground and screamed and it's a uh, it's kind of it's it's a uh, it's creepy uh but i love my city and I just thought that would be something nice to put out uh, mm. as a placeholder. And then we had the idea of doing it, you know, for Halloween. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's tongue in cheek, but the song is actually beautiful. The video was tongue in cheek, but we, we certainly approached the song trying to do it, do it justice. And uh, I think the oh, yeah. song is just wonderful. Oh, I was going to mention that. You mentioned the sax a minute ago, but the sax solo is tremendous, isn't it? I mean, sax sax solos can either be 
awful or brilliant. <laughs> yeah, they they were, you know, I I always yeah. thought Forest and the Psychedelic Forest was just amazing. That's they're one of yeah. my fans, and I've seen them live and fantastic showman and uh plays, you know, almost guitar-like parts. And uh right. I, I happened to be introduced to him online through it, it, it kind of went from Wayne Hussey introducing me to Tim Palmer, Tim Form Tim Palmer introducing me to Richard Fortas, uh, <laughs> who actually had played a solo in one of our remixes, but Richard plays now in Guns N' Roses. Uh, but he was also played in Love Spit Love with Richard Butler, and he happened to be producing the last Furs record. So I just asked him, I said, do you think Mars would be interested in playing? Uh, and he introduced us and, you know, Mar Mars did it. You know, he he stepped up, kind of gave him freedom. And, uh, you know, I think he enjoyed doing the kind of weird avant-garde stuff. Uh, yeah. And it, it it worked well. You know, I think the really happy with the way the whole track came out. And, you know, uh, I'm not going to replace our really fantastic singers with me but i thought if i was going to do one this might be one to try well yeah yeah but you you do a grand job on it as yeah. well i think you you know you you're, you're somewhere between uh you know you've you've got you've got power to your voice which is great and then there's that little bit of tom waits in there as well isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> it might have just been a late at night, but uh, you know, I, I, my wife and a couple of people say the New Orleans accent comes through, and uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't hear that, but uh, for that song, that would be actually, you know, if it does, that's actually cool. And uh, actually, uh, a friend knows Johnette and sent her the track, and she kind of wrote back, said, "Really cool, honored," and I'm like. Like the honor's all mine, you know. I'm glad she liked it and didn't think that we just went and, and kind of ruined a brilliant song. Well, you didn't. No. I think it's lovely when someone loves a song first before they cover it. I think that's important. Yeah, it kind of well, yeah. I, I think that I think you you end up approaching it from a uh a different perspective. And I, I that's how we went in it and as we were you know, doing it, it, kind of the idea of doing the song and the video and everything came together, even even though, like I said, the video is a bit more, you know, tongue in cheek and played up in the whole B-movie vampire hunter type thing. But it, it was fun. We, I got together a bunch of friends. We did it in a night and, uh, you know, had some fun and had a lot. I mean, people who follow Beauty and Chaos will, you know, end up seeing, recognizing people in it you know besides my wife uh cat leon uh whitney ty betsy martin uh they all kind of uh came out and, and had fun doing it yeah so uh, listen you must be getting ready for christmas and 2023 what what's 2023 gonna hold for beauty and chaos you know, I, I always say gonna slow down, but it never happens. I just got oh, you won't slow down. <laughs> I just up. got a text as I'm sitting here from Michael Rose on, like, "Hey, you're free to work tonight." Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, October was probably the biggest, busiest month I've, we've ever had. Besides recording, mixing, mastering, bloodletting, we uh, did the video. Uh, we had just finished the unveiled the whole 
documentary making of that last record, uh, Behind the Veil. Uh, and then Tish and I also um, agreed to to rejoin Gene Loves Be Jezebel and play a couple of shows in yeah, you're mad you're mad you just oh. you just october you were mental yeah it, it, it was it was nutty and a couple of points i almost cracked <laughs> but because <laughs> we hadn't played i mean i realized the last jezebel show with the whole like covid thing heading in that big blank of time yeah. uh was over two years ago so we hadn't played uh we agreed to do uh it was a good idea to do this unannounced unrehearsed show in long beach uh that like 30 people found out about uh and it was fun it was kind of baptism again on the fire uh yeah yeah but, but going to mexico and uh which you know i have a lot of really great friends there from human drama being so popular in mexico so it was a, a nice welcome by all them uh going back there but getting to, to play in the bill with the mission was fantastic and those shows went great so that was that was october uh yeah so it I, looked I, it it looked it from all the photos and stuff that was coming off online about it it just looked like you were having a a, a whale of a time yeah i mean it was proper proper shows you know um uh, the the mexican people are just wonderful they 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 love they definitely gravitate to the you know at least that crowd is way more into it the words the just coming out and supporting and it's not lost on me that you know the economy there is worse than here so i mean those those people paying you know what some people in los this los angeles will spend going up to starbucks you know is a lot harder for them to do and them coming out and to those shows was just meant a whole lot more and uh, so your question about what next, uh, I guess, you know, with Michael's doing the new ministry record again, I think this is his second or third album he's producing with Al. Uh, so he, he kind of works with them at least four nights or four days. So our, our studio time um, is get gets a little tougher to come by now, which, which is OK. Uh, you know, so we started one song, which went into two songs. So. My idea was he's going on tour again late February for, I think, six weeks with uh, with Jerry Cantrell again. So mm. I started going, well, if we can finish a song, I, we can get us another song out and do a video, um, which I think would be good. So I, I guess I'm thinking more like it, the, the time it would. Oh, I got a visitor. Hey, go. Yay. Hello. Oh, lovely. We lost his sister. Uh, oh, no. Month, uh, which was still kind of wrenching my heart. But uh, mm. so the idea, I, I think it would take us so long to do a, to a full length record to sit down and do, you know, seven, eight songs, whatever it would take, you know, uh, to fill up a record. So I, I guess my idea is maybe come out with a a couple of singles, you know, just single singles, not like radio singles, but just doing individual tracks and if possible, yeah. a video to back it up or something. I guess I'm, I, you know, as, as finding beauty and chaos is over four years old. Now we've put out three studio records and then three remix records, which are all big listens. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Time wise. Uh, 
and I, you know, I, I don't know what people's attention span is anymore. You know, I don't know if people, you know, there are some, which I'm grateful for, that will sit down and listen to an album in its entirety, at least one side of a, a record. Uh, but I guess maybe all these signs are telling me, maybe put out individual things, maybe that would get a little more attention. Well, and at the end of the day, isn't it about just keeping busy? And yeah, in yeah. A way, I, mean, I got no notions about, you know, at this point, this yeah. being my uh, livelihood or being a rock star or anything that I got into it when I was, you know, 15. But I, I like coming out with stuff. I like the idea of uh, thinking, how can we do a video? How can we do these things to make it, you know, just have fun with it. And, and you never oh, know who's going to be at the end of the telephone line, you know, because I mean, every time I speak to you and you've always got these stories about like you did a minute ago and I spoke to such and such and such and such spoke to such and such. And then they said, you know, and then this person and, and, but those opportunities spark the next thing happening sometimes, don't they? Yeah. It, it, you just never know who's going to turn up in your little black book. Yeah, this has been, I mean, it's sort of the, the entire way that Beauty and Chaos has sort of unfolded. You know, uh, when I go back to late 2017, early 2018, when Roseanne turned around and said, do your own, why don't you do your own record? And I said, yeah. <laughs> okay. and, and that whole thing of, okay, I'm not really a singer. Uh, I don't have really any songs right now, but we said yes. So it just kind of happened, you know, uh, that people said yes as far as singing. Uh, we had a blast doing the music that we presented them. So, yeah, it it, it kind of uh, really has unfolded in a, a kind of organic but really beautiful way. And, uh, you know, I like to think, you know, I mean, I always state that no one does this for money. No one has ever uh, just phoned in their parts like, yeah, yeah, all right, kid, I'll do a, a vocal for you. They've really put their their heart and soul into it. And I think that let the documentary, when you sit, hear the, the six ladies talk about doing this record, I think that really highlights that. Uh, but, you Was know. Was that a funny process to go through? The the. Yeah, sitting film you talking about it all. Uh, you know, it we did it differently. I didn't, I wanted to look at it from as sort of a surprise. I didn't, when, when all the ladies sent the footage, even my wife, I didn't see what they said. Uh, when, when Ryan from Jammerzine was talking about wanting to do it, uh, we kind of put together, well, maybe we'll ask, give him these questions. Oh, so it's a bit like one of these um, house makeover things where yeah, like, yeah. So you, know like it's, you know it's going on, you've seen little bits of each room, but, you, yeah. but you're blindfolded, then you come in and it's like, oh. Yeah, they, <laughs> all they were, all the ladies were told is just kind of, there wasn't going to be a, a person answer asking them the question, and they just spoke. And then we had uh, Whitney's Gab uh, team put it together and they they made it uh what i think is an enjoyable watch i think it really shows uh it not just the making of this record i think it kind of en encompasses everything that i like to think beauty and chaos is and it was really touching to hear you know for the first time watching the edit like hearing what 
you know, they all said about doing this, but, uh, you know, did you cry, Michael? Come on. Yeah, I, I shed a tear or two. Yeah, I thought you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I mean, it was nice hearing like Cynthia go, and I think he reached into my soul with his music, and it's like, wow. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, we've been fortunate, you know. I get going. You got a really knack for like uh, matching the right person to the song, and I, I, I guess when I hear when me and Michael will create a piece of music, which is to me not a song until it goes to a singer and they do something with. In my head, I start hearing, you know, maybe this would be good for this person, you know, he or she. Uh, and it just seems to work out. You know, I mean, a lot of things just seem to work out with Beauty and Chaos. So, I mean, that's a true blessing. I don't look at it as a gift. It just uh, it just works. And uh, I think, you know, we've been Beauty and Chaos has, I think, opened some people's ears to some artists they might not have heard uh, you know, uh, before. And I, I, I find that a re a true joy. I think I've probably said this before, maybe when you and I've talked that that first record being that it had names, you know, when you start Wayne Hussey, Simon Gallup, uh, Robin Zander, you know, like these names, people that have sold lots of records, it certainly had the danger of possibly overshadowing and becoming like a who's who of this. And I think it would have, it could have ended after that record when there wasn't any bigger names in my little black book. Uh, so I think the path that we took of just finding great uh, singers, lyricists, uh, and and putting them together with these songs has uh, been really enjoyable. Uh, and yeah, it, it goes both ways. You know, most of the you know the fan bases of all these artists have really you know, open their arms to beauty and chaos also. So it's, it's I, I was going to say that it, do you know, it, to me, it really feels like a community. I mean, what's been really nice is actually uh, not only have I continued to talk to you afterwards, but I've continued to talk to the other artists involved online and, and people just chat, which is yeah. lovely. And I, I, I feel there's, the, I feel there's that about the project, which is different from, some projects that I know where everyone stays aloof slightly from it. You know, it does feel like a, a group of yeah, it, it, really nice people that are just want them. Yeah. They are really, besides being talented people, they're really great people. And, uh, you know, through doing this, uh, even if, if I've just known people as acquaintance is, you know, we've become even better friends by doing this. And, uh, like I said, they really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of looking now on some of these new songs, going back to some of the people that have appeared before. And I have a couple of new people that I just haven't gotten, you know, due to time and scheduling between both of us uh, to do. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, I sent a new song, one song to uh, a singer that I've been wanting to work with. And uh, I'm supposed to hear uh back today they were going to jump on it so maybe my idea of of getting a song out and done uh with a or early march release uh it could come to fruition i mean much to michael Rosan's chagrin i'm always <laughs> the one that's like a deadline you know and he's got that you know studio brain of it's ready when it's ready and i'm going well with pro tools and this 
it never has to be ready. You can keep, you know, keep doing more and adding and changing and everything like that. So I've always given us a deadline like this. This I've, I've already said, you know, to whoever's listening, the record is coming out on this date. Now we have to roll back. So it needs to be mixed by this date to get it mastered by this date. And I think I drive him a little bit crazy with that, but I think that's the only way to finishing something. And Michael, you and I both know that 2023 is, go is going to be the year that, that Robert says yes. <laughs> um, because he's, think, he, he still hasn't, he still hasn't managed to get any of his albums out. So, yeah, that's very true. But but it, he's 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 um, although he's starting to play some of that new yeah. stuff live, which, really which, great songs. Which, which which yeah, they are. Which means that we're all now on tender hooks waiting. But he's he seems to be getting better at, at collaborating and getting other people's songs out. So you yeah. never know. Two thousand twenty-three, it could just happen. Right? I think he I think he just put that Cure record on hold to finish the track with us. That's right. That's exactly it. Oh, there's the exclusive that we're going for, anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's some, click, that's some clickbait right there. Yeah, we can't deny it, <laughs> but we can't confirm it either. We can't confirm it at all. <laughs> no, I, I've been listening to uh, some of the live things uh, that I'll see on some of the, the, the forums that I, I check out for the band, and uh, the new songs are fantastic that the Cure are doing. I think it's finally that. Uh, you know, where they did trilogy, where it was pornography, uh, disintegration, blood flowers. It sounds like this song would be the fourth in that installment, which I think is what, you know, Cure fans really wanted. They've been promised this dark record. Uh, and it, it sounds, I mean, it sounds like some of the band members, including Robert, have gone through some dark stuff. Uh, and I think, you know, a lot of times it takes that you know, sadly, but to pull that out, you know, you can't, you can't manufacture that. Can you? Yeah, you manufacture it? I think it becomes, you know, uh, phony and just like I'm being dark because I'm want to be dark because it's cool. And I don't think that's, that's not stuff that's going to have longevity. No, not at all. What, what are you actually doing for Christmas this year? Any, anything special? You know, Nicole's coming in town from New York, uh, and Sophia cool. lives back here. So, you know, we're a small family, so we have the four of us. Uh, you know, sadly, like I said, Bella, our uh, standard poodle is no longer with us. I was, uh, we got Bella and Champ together twelve, a little over twelve years ago. So that's going to be a little different, not having her. But uh, we got the what, boy. What, what color? What color poodle was Bella? She was the brown one. She was brown. Yeah, so we we got right. we went to get uh, you know my wife like go surprised me and said we're going to get a dog for your birthday uh, twelve years ago. So we had our kids were younger, so we went. You go with two kids to go get to to pick out a dog from a breeder, uh, and then you send two little girls into this room that have like ten poodle little you know five or six week old poodle puppies on the floor and they're jumping on them and they're naming them and everything. And it's like, we want to get one each. It's like, no way you come out with one. Oh. <laughs> so we got them both. But, uh, you know, we're your, your publicity company are now going, why are they talking about poodles? Now? But I had to ask yeah, because sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to ask because yeah, funnily enough, my 
my nan's poodle that I grew up with was called Bella. Yeah, I think we named, she was named before any, she was the runt of the that litter. And I think uh, my daughters were very into Twilight at that point. Twilight. So that's where she came from. But I don't know if we'll ever, I, I think when we do, we're ready for another dog, uh, maybe a, a, a partner for Champ. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely do a rescue. Uh, there's too many uh, animals in need of homes. Well, listen, I hope you have a lovely uh, Christmas. Um, I look forward to it. We'll speak again in 2023 because you'll do something. And then yeah, I always, again, I always appreciate our talks. Uh, you know, I, I take none of this from granted. And I again, I appreciate the stuff you do with the the other artists that have been part of this. You know, I, again, oh, always a, a couple of hundred of you. I think we'd be more well known. I don't know whether you saw. I don't know whether you saw my um, post the other week, Michael. But um, unbelievably, this podcast actually appeared in the top twenty uh, in the music podcast. I did see that. That's fantastic. What? what why? What? What are you lot doing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Some people must be mad. That's all I can think. Yeah, know, I mean, I think people see when somebody does it for the right reason and it's genuine and you you ask, you kind of come in knowing something about the, I mean, we've we've talked a bunch and we kind of are on the same wavelength, but I've, I've done interviews. And again, I, I appreciate everything. I take none for granted, but you can kind of tell that they haven't really listened to what you're doing and it's just their job and uh you, you kind of end up having to guide the interview, and th that's a little tough, you know. But okay, and you'd love a biscuit, wouldn't you? From uh... <laughs> <laughs> but, you're, you're listening to, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, oh, and then wow, he just they they just asked me that same question now, they're asking it in a different way, and your brain's starting to go, how do I answer it a different way? So, I, you know, and are they going to ever ask about this, which I know I should be telling. You know, are they ever actually going to ask about music or are they just going to find out what, whether I like Angel Delight or not? You know, Sean has been fantastic uh, from Shameless getting, you know, people to talk. And, and, you know, like you and I, I've developed friendships with a lot of those people. And I'm, you know, to the point where I can go, hey, I'd like to introduce you to Whitney or, hey, did you hear the new Holy War single or something like that? And uh, I think that's always that's that's fun. And yeah. Uh, enjoy doing that do do you have a i've got to ask this do you have a sort of ban on on continuous Christ, christmas music uh in your house over christmas or is, is there is there a is there a christmas favorite for you you know i i always love the bing crosby david the Bowie. old stuff right yeah. uh yeah. My, my wife loves christmas we have our tree up she uh was determined the day after Thanksgiving, uh, that we were going to do the tree. So, uh, you know, she really in, enjoys the house. Not that I don't, but to me, it's a little early. But there's been, you know, we've had the movie nights with, with you know, the the the, the favorites and are already, and it's just, you know, it's still must be two weeks away. But, uh, you know, she has Christmas music playing. We get in the car. There's there's Christmas stuff, but I I'm not sure. I uh, I probably have to put on the mission and Slade doing Merry Christmas, everybody. I always love that. That day. Uh, to me, it's it's the old stuff that kind of brings you back to your your childhood when things were simpler. And yeah, 
<laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, no, I agree. I, 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 I once did a, a radio show that was all sort of like 1920s to 1940s music. It was like a late night show. And, you, you know, when you play some of those really well orchestrated, because they were really well orchestrated. Oh, very. Old Christmas songs. Then, you, you know, the, the, the effort that went into those was is absolutely amazing. And when you think how crap the recording equipment was as well, it's amazing how much of a great sound they got. Yeah, but then you you'll hear people try to like take some of those tapes and redo them and remix it, and I don't yeah. think they better it. it you no, know, it you doesn't. Had, you had to focus that anything you did had to be the right part. You know, there yeah. wasn't a lot of experimenting. I mean, some of that stuff. I mean, it was just the placement to where in the room to have. Yeah, it. yeah. And it used to be li literally, Gary, you're too loud. Move yeah. further away. <laughs> but when you I love the, that. When you hear those singers, you know, and it's they don't have the benefit of auto tune or hey, let me try punch that or let's fly that in from the the first verse again. You know, that, you realize that, they were brilliant. Yeah, that that's talent, and uh, you know, I, I think some of that, you know, we've talked before. I think sometimes it's too easy to make music, which I think has been, you know, it's definitely brought some talent that may have not had a chance, but it also has. It's diluted the the pool a lot to where I think it's lessened people's interest in it. It's like you're inundated. Like with TV shows, there's like too much, you know, and I, I think people with that, I think they miss some true gems. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, listen, you have yourself and, and your family. I, I, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And same to you, man. I hope that everybody gets well over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've spent the whole of the weekend running around the country trying to find pharmacists that are open. Um, I had, <laughs> had a telephone call at two o'clock in the morning yesterday from the doctor. Um, for, for You know, it's taking like 11 hours to get a call back from a doctor in these wow. at the moment. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Um, you know, hopefully the world might settle into some kind of normality in 2023. Yeah, we need a little bit of that. We yeah, really I... I, I, I hope there's something that kind of uh, changes people's perspective and the way they treat each other and treat the planet and animals. And it just, it needs a shaking, you know, it, it's uh, I, a great 2023. I, I think would be great. Humanity yeah. needs it. You know, you yeah. would think that the whole lockdown and COVID would have uh, maybe made people see what really mattered, you know, family and, things like that but i think it's made some people a little cuckoo you know maybe the isolation but hey we'll end it on positive i hope 2023 is great for you my friend I, I, it will be it'll be it will be good in the meantime um go and go and listen to bloodletting the vampire song uh it's available online uh and you can go to the usual places at band camp etc it will be on it will be on uh all of the the you know the little black box in the corner services as well um <laughs> they don't but, need any promo <laughs> but but you know but, but but go and put you know tempe in the jar uh, as it were uh for for artists uh, and, and not just Michael, uh, all yeah. of the artists out there. At least uh, just say this because this you know, be one of the last interviews to do before Christmas. Just over Christmas, just 
just pay for a little bit of music, please. Music, uh, music is always a good gift for someone, you know, other a, than a beautiful thing or something that ends up in a garage sale later. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, if you go to Bandcamp, you can do that with any track. You can actually gift it to somebody else. So why not do that? Give, give someone give someone the, the gift of music this Christmas. Imagine that on Christmas Day, they open up their email and then there's a little download for them and just go like, oh, there you go. Um, you know, that's that might just put a smile on somebody's face uh, and, and it will put a smile on the artist's face as well. And everybody will have a lovely Christmas. There we go. <laughs> I think I've, I think I sold that. Um, yeah, so, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go buy some stuff right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I might do it as well. Michael, it's been a pleasure seeing you again. Um, I look forward to seeing you in 2023. Okay. Uh, and we'll talk about the, the new album with yes. exclusively somebody called Robert on it. Bob. We don't know which Robert, but it might have a Robert on it. Okay. Michael, take care. Have a All good right, year. Have a good year. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.